Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk, a podcast where two best friends talk all things current affairs and our version of pop culture. Everything we say is all just our own thoughts and opinions on things we're interested in and we hope you are too. Now, on to the podcast. It's Britney, bitch. So Jaya. Yes. Have you heard about Britney Spears? I have. Well, we, we need, need to, to talk. talk. Okay, but first, as always, how are you? How are you? This is the part of the podcast where we ask each other how we've been because we believe it's important to check on the people you love. I'm okay. Uh, could be better, could be worse. Like, I think it's just been really wet this week <laughs> and I hate the rain. <laughs> the wrong kind of wet. <laughs> Not the good kind. I'm really upset about it. Definitely not the good kind. Oh, no. Bad kind. The English weather kind. I know. So that's putting a downer on everything at the moment for me. But like, I think everyone's got... been feeling that way a bit. Yeah, exactly. I've spoken to a couple of people, and we've all been kind of feeling like a bit slumped mm-hmm. at the moment. But I have got a week and a half off work, and bitch, did I need it! Oh, so happy for you, <laughs> so, finally! Yeah, that is definitely a positive. So I'm looking forward to that. A bit of me time, finally. Mm-hmm. How are you? How have you been doing? I think I felt a bit the same. I'm struggling to get through this week, but we're halfway through at least. And um, Thank again, God. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of like movie soundtracks <laughs> rather yes, than like bitch. actual music because I've really have mm. been. It's really helped me just escape reality, and like it makes me yes. feel like I'm in a film. Like I love that. The other day I was listening to the holiday soundtrack and feeling like I was in a film oh and then today I was telling you I was listening yes. to like Universal Studios like background music yes, on a loop. I fucking and, love um, that. Honestly, it's a vibe. So that's a tip for anyone that you wouldn't think <laughs> to do, tips. but here we go. Yeah. I've been looking at loads of things on Instagram and I saw this thing that really made me laugh so i'm gonna share it with you (laughs) claudia's corner this is the part of the podcast where i share a fun fact i've recently come across in hopes of making jaya gasp (gasps) so have you seen the whole like the weetabix collab with heinz beans wait (laughs) i thought that was a joke i thought it was a joke too yeah because i saw it on valentine's day and they were like you're the baked beans to my Weetabix. And I was like, oh, that's clearly, that that's like a joke. Like, we don't go together. No, but like, <laughs> they don't go together, but they did a collab and Weetabix Stop tweeted, it. why should bread have all the fun when there's Weetabix? Serving up oh. with at Heinz UK beans Stop. on Bix for breakfast with a twist. Hashtag, Stop. it has to be Heinz. Hashtag, have you had your Weetabix? Which is such a dumb hashtag. I am shook. So that, first of all, is disgusting. But what really made me laugh was all the replies on Twitter, like from actual brands, like Lidl, (laughs) the NHS. Like, I'm going to go through some. They all replied to that tweet, right? Okay. To the ad. And the NHS said... (laughs) That tweet should come with a health warning. Oh my god. NHS firing shots. (laughs) Domino's Pizza UK tweeted at them. Oh god. US, 
pineapple on pizza is the most controversial food ever. Weetabix. Hold my spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So those are a few and I just, that made me laugh. It's like that, you know the Weetabix advert and there's like someone spreading jam on a Weetabix bar thing and Uh. it's just everyone was like, what the fuck is that? So are they suggesting that instead of toast, we should use Weetabix and have Weetabix beans on Weetabix instead of beans on toast? That's disgusting. The Weetabix would literally just crumble and just get mixed in and then you just have some hard bits in your beans. How do you feel about spaghetti, spaghetti hoops? Oh, I've tried spaghetti hoops, but like, I mean, I prefer them to beans, but I still would never just purposely buy them. One time as a kid, I cut my spaghetti. I remember I did that and my dad literally was like, you're not having that. And he made them make another plate. (laughs) (gasps) no yeah yeah oh that is hilarious that is how hardcore also have you seen harry and megan announced another baby yes so they announced the second baby the same day that lady d announced the second child oh yeah so the day that she announced she was pregnant with harry yeah harry announced that megan was pregnant with her second child yeah yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Harry talks about his mum quite a lot in, like, yeah. a re- like Bless compares me. her and Meghan quite a lot and says, like, yeah. they would be best friends, they would really get on, like, it's really Because sweet. they were both kind of, like, the rebels of the mm. royal family. Exactly. Yeah, literally. I literally. Well, it was pancake day, but that's already... <laughs> we Listen, don't have to pancake say Pancake day always deserves a shout out. We'll just quickly say, what pancakes did you make? I know you made a dick shaped pancake, which is a classic <laughs> flavour. We of love. Of course I did. And then, yeah. so we had every topping. Like, my favourite is maple syrup and icing sugar. Classic. I would just like yeah. drench my pancakes in that. Really? I've never had icing sugar on a pancake. We just put normal sugar and like lemon. Yeah, British people do that. I don't. I've never done. Yeah, it. that's a crepe thing, though. That's it not, is a like, crepe thing. Like I never put it on my American style pancakes. Oh yeah, no, never on an American pancake, but always on a British pancake. Did you have pancakes? Yeah. So I made me and yeah, my mum apple and cinnamon pancakes. <gasps> oh yum! Bitch, they were so good. Like the apple and the cinnamon were in the actual pancake, like not as a topping. Oh yeah. Yeah, I grated the apple and like mixed it into the mixture and obviously put cinnamon in the mixture as well. And and we just drizzled a bit of golden syrup on the top. Oh my God. Bitch. I'm going to make oh them for you one day. Oh my God. We also made like a berry compote. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah, it was so good. So with Ooh. like coconut yogurt as well. CJ, you know how you're always like, have dinner sooner? Like we had them... Mm-hmm from like six to eight because we kept going back to them yeah yeah when i tell you at half 10 i was a beast i was like i cannot go to sleep (laughs) like i need food and i i finished the pancakes like i could not move i was so full you're so and then at half 10 i was like i had a sandwich and some chips (laughs) crazy i couldn't i was so hungry i literally if I eat later than seven, I just, I feel like really sluggish and really like disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to lie in bed and it's all just going to sit there. Nah, that's not me, man. And me and my mum, we have this thing where if we eat too late, we wake up full. 
and it's and it's just not a nice feeling. I literally woke up and I was so hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you crazy. Oh my Jesus. Oh my god. That? Another thing. Oh, I feel like there's so many things. This is really okay, quick. Okay, go for it. Kendall Jenner just released her own tequila brand. What? <laughs> I don't. I saw that she was doing something with a drink, but I thought she was just like um, an ambassador for like another drink. So all I know, honestly, is Kendall Jenner launches tequila brand eight one eight. That's what it's called. Oh, all these bitches, like the celebrities, when they have nothing else to do, always release an alcohol or a fragrance, it's like an alcohol, a fragrance, or a fucking documentary. Like bitch. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking of documentaries. Great transition. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. A celebrity documentary. So everybody's been talking about framing Britney, the Britney Spears documentary. Yeah. New York Times documentary, part of their like docu-series mm-hmm. things in collaboration with like all the online streaming. But uh, Netflix is working on one as well. On just like a separate one? Yeah, on a Britney Spears about one. About Britney. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I was shook. Yeah, that's the thing. So I literally, I don't think I've ever watched a celeb documentary before because no way. they just don't interest me at all. Oh my god, they're, they're literally like, my favourite no. thing. Oh really? <laughs> Classic. Of course. And there were so many released in 2020. In these docs, there would be like an official claim from the person themselves. Yeah, like usually they are involved. But not in this case. No, well, that's why this one was so interesting yeah. to me because Britney herself was not exactly involved in it and it wasn't exactly anything that anyone knew already because the whole court case has been so secretive yeah, it, and, like, it, yeah. nobody knows what's what has been happening. That's why the documentary was so good yeah. because it did bring light to things that everyone's been wondering Literally, about. Literally, because like, what the fuck is going I on didn't know that this has been going on for 12 years. Obviously, we'll get into it now but it's only kind of just started coming out like last year like people started conspiring and (laughs) yeah because britney went missing for two months yeah and everyone was like the fuck Mm -hmm. and then obviously the court case is happening right now yeah and so so it's all very recent if anyone was gonna have a a celeb doc like she's definitely someone that should because she's been through a lot so much Um, um, so the documentary kind of, it goes all the way back to like how Britney actually became Britney Spears and all of this. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning of her career, like she was always, like she knew what she wanted. She was very mm-hmm. determined. She was, she always made her own decisions. She was always aware of yeah. like the contracts, what she was doing. She loved being on stage. She loved like yeah. being in the spotlight, obviously before it became what it became. But um, yeah, it's because I think she didn't really have a proper manager, did she? She just had her like mum's bestie, who was yeah. like they called her her assistant. Yeah, but, but she, she was more like of... a companion and like yeah, exactly was with um, her throughout so, everything. Yeah, so she never really made the decision for her. So Brittany actually was allowed to go through all of her contracts herself. Yeah, decide what she wants to do herself, like make major decisions about the tour herself. It was all mm-hmm. her. And that's the way she really, she enjoyed it. And yeah. she thrived doing that. And, like, the main thing I, like, I gathered from 
the beginning of her career is like her dad was never involved in it like he didn't really give a shit well no um, he was nowhere to be seen and and yeah. a few of the people in the documentary said he was like struggling with alcoholism at the time yeah and he was just no. more concerned with the financial benefits of mm-hmm. everything because mm-hmm. her dad went bankrupt they said yeah yeah mm. So, so that proves that he's not good with money. <laughs> exactly. Because her mom did everything she could to make Britney succeed. And mm. Jamie, which is Britney's dad, uh, yeah. Jamie Spears was only concerned with the financial aspect. And he literally said, my daughter's going to be so rich one day, she's going to buy me a boat. <laughs> that was one of his quotes to like That was the his manager. Like, only quote. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah. But yeah, but Britney was always a bad bitch always creative Mm. super into Mm. what she was doing and then obviously as she grew up like she was very much like a small town girl (laughs) she started getting a bit more i guess risque for the time you know with her because she started off on disney so that's yeah 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 yeah, she did innocent child Mm -hmm. type thing she still had that image like even though her songs (laughs) were quite promiscuous i guess like hit me baby one more time was quite saucy, even though yeah. she was like a schoolgirl. She grew very quickly, like fame wise. Mm-hmm. She just mm. basically almost overnight. Yeah, well, she said herself in an interview, it feels like it's happened overnight. Literally. Because she was in Disney, and then after Disney was over, she actually went back home and just was yeah. a normal girl in school again. Yeah. And then when she got her record deal, when she was like 15 or something, that's when everything started to blow up and she went on tour straight away. So she mm-hmm. literally was still a kid when she blew up. Like, Oh, definitely. And that's that's a lot to take on as a, teenager, oh, a young yeah. teenager. Like, we know that so now because we've seen a lot of people go down that path, but at the yeah, time yeah. it wasn't like that and then they mm-hmm. mentioned her relationship with Justin Timberlake because obviously they were seen as like iconic all American couple mm, well boy bands were at the top of their mm. games in the late 90s weren't they yeah. Justin was the lead singer of the biggest boy band at the time and she was like the and biggest so, like, singer at the time yeah and she was the biggest girl like solo singer at the time so imagine those two got together like that is iconic that mm-hmm. is everything all the press and the tabloids wanted to like know everything about mm-hmm. them they like took it too far and obviously it ended quite badly and um quite publicly very public and just very distorted because the whole blame of the breakup because i don't know actually what happened but the whole blame was put on britney well the story was that britney cheated on justin like that was the main he he made those claims she broke him cheated yeah yeah and that's what the whole cry me a river song was and we all know how big that that got so you can imagine everyone's like loving this song loving this music video and it's all aimed and shamed towards britney Mm mm-hmm Obviously, if you're a fan of Justin and he was blowing up just as much at the same time, like... Yeah. And he was scrutinising this person. Obviously, all of the public are going to scrutinise that person as well. Yeah. He was just a massive dick at the time. And I remember another thing was she was obviously still so young and... Yeah, they both were, to be fair. Yeah. At the time, like, celebrities, especially women, were just treated so poorly like in the media oh the press goodness. like interviews everything yeah. and one Always of the things they kept asking was like if britney was a virgin and 
how the relationship was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was and... so weird when they went into all of that. Like, obviously, what else would yeah. you ask? Like, it has still happens today when I see, like, interviews yeah. with, like, female artists, female rappers, like, oh, you got a boyfriend yet? Or, like, blah, blah, blah. It's always like, bitch, about I don't need someone one. else. It's like, I'm, we're talking about my career here. It's not about anyone else. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, presenters can't help themselves. Yeah, and... Justin Timberlake was on a like radio interview and this is in the documentary yeah. Yeah. and they were just kind of forcing it well not really forcing it that much but well, they yeah, he just kept asking like quickly, didn't mm, like we just need to know Justin like did you fuck Britney and he's like yeah and everyone's yeah, like and oh. at the time of the interview mm. she had said that they hadn't had sex yeah so it's yeah. a complete like her word against his word type thing it was just And that is so up. private. Yeah. yeah. It's such a private thing. Why would you, like, announce it on, like, a massive radio channel? Yeah. Like, yeah, we had sex. Like, that is such a stupid thing to do. I know. It and was it's just really... classic for that time. Yeah. It was really disgusting. It's just, like, it's really hard to watch now, like, some interviews from back then. It is shocking. Because yeah. I just feel like the cringe and just you can see um, it on britney's face like when they show the interviews like when they ask her questions like that and like say horrible things to her like you can see that she's so uncomfortable and she doesn't she broke down during one of them she literally cried in almost every interview she did because they just kept saying like how much everyone hated her after the whole justin thing and it kind of just was spiraling at that point because they were saying she's like acting too old even though she's too young and then when she started to like come of age and start Mm. like being a bit more sexy and like owning her body they were saying she's too slutty and she's too bad and this and that she could literally never win all the female pop stars at that time none of them could ever win and i think Mm -hmm. that's so telling of like what it was like then in the late 90s early noughties and still happens so much now like in fucking magazines and like on social media there's so much shaming we do speak up about it now yeah yeah but But it still happens happens. if a woman fucks up like her career's over but with a guy it's like (laughs) he always fuck up 20 times yeah still get away with it or even if nothing happened but they'll take anything and twist it and make it something negative. Absolutely. Yeah. But since obviously all these claims came up and like he just treated her so badly and he posted um a statement, like an apology statement. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard about it on the radio. He's like, "Yeah, I've seen all the claims." Basically, he just apologizes for everything. He says he's like, "I recognize like at the time Like, I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. Like, I know I was involved in, like, a misogynistic, racist system. Like, I know this is part of a larger conversation, but I want to be part of the movement and, like, apologize and whatever, whatever. Yeah, Um, I'm glad he did that. Privileged white man, etc. So, I mean, Mm. I guess there's not much else he could have said, I guess. Yeah, it's something, and like a lot of people did Britney wrong in the documentary it's shown, and a lot of people have been asking like multiple people to come back and apologize. Like in the um, in the documentary, there's a one specific interview that kind of got me, was when Diane Sawyer 
mm-hmm. is an interviewer and she basically brings up this whole thing of she's like so what did you do to cause Justin so yeah, much pain I what remember what did you that. do and you can see it on Britney's face like why is all the blame what being did put I on me? do like yeah what did I do it's why did we break up it shouldn't be what did you do what did you do it's like why did you both come to the decision to break up yeah that would have been a more obvious question and then um she reads this thing i think it's a politician that's like was said in the in a headline was like i would happily shoot britney today yeah like shoot her down dead and the interviewer asked about it and uh, and quoted it back to Britney. Yeah. You can literally see on Britney's face how shocked and upset of she course. is by Imagine it. Imagine like, someone comes to you and says, have you heard this? Like She wants to shoot you. Yeah, and kill you. And it's like a yeah. public figure as well. It's not just some bitch off the corner street. Like This mm. is someone that has power and is saying that they will happily shoot you down and kill you. It was so hard to watch. And she like defends the woman that said it in the interview and that's yeah, what she's was like, shocking well, why it's do you like, think wow. she did though because yeah, you know why you did, are going it's against... so hard to be a parent like because she yeah, said it was all about said... britney being a bad influence yeah that's what she said she said something about well yeah you have so many kids looking up to you and young girls mm. and blah 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 and like you're dressing yeah. this way and you're doing this and you're treating justin like this like <laughs> excuse me yeah so a lot of people have come forward to say that they think that interviewer should apologize like majorly apologize Mm -hmm. as well like what justin did because yeah she was awful to britney in that interview after justin um she did get married to a guy (laughs) named kevin (laughs) yeah Um, so they dated and got married they got married pretty soon they had two kids yep and that one didn't go so well either well, after she had the first kid, like, that's also when, like, the whole paparazzi situation was starting yeah. to happen, like, really badly, yeah. where, like, she just could not live, and, like, she had a child, and yes. people just would not leave her yes. alone. That's when the whole driving with the baby on her Yeah, I was gonna happened. say, like, obviously, not just being a woman, but now she's a bad mom because of all these yeah, things. Yeah, it's another thing. Another thing to, like, criticise her on mm-hmm. and scrutinise her about. But literally, when she got asked about that in the interview, like, it's not safe to have the baby on your lap. Yeah. She she acknowledged it and she accepted it, but she said, like, when literally, like, 50 men are pounding yeah. on your window door and, like, banging on the window where your baby is sitting, like, you want your, to hold the baby as close as you can of to you to course. protect it. And then she... Obviously, like, it's not very safe. She also said, like, when she was a baby, like, her family would drive with her on her lap. And in yeah. her circle, like, it wasn't seen as a bad thing. It was seen as normal. So she didn't particularly realise she was doing anything wrong. Yeah. And she was trying to protect her baby from these paparazzi that were literally going crazy yeah. around her. Because obviously, I, I like, get it. I get it. Like, a picture, you have no idea what the fuck the circumstances are. Like, the backstory, like, it can be a second and then they'll make a tabloid out of it. Yeah, literally. That created a whole thing for Mm. months about her being this bad mother and, like, her children are not safe around her and stuff. And that is, as a mother, probably the worst thing you could ever hear is that people think you are a danger to your own children. Like, all you want to do is love and protect them. Yeah. And you're just being thrown under the bus here there and everywhere like that's horrible yeah they said in the documentary that she got postpartum depression 
and she was just really yeah. struggling mentally and like it was mm-hmm. a mix of everything because she was getting a yeah. divorce uh with her yeah, husband she filed for the divorce like two weeks after the second child was born yeah and so at this time they were already starting to have sort of like a custody battle situation battle. yeah which kind of all led up to like when she just she yeah. had the breakdown First of all, like the hair shaving was in 2007 because she was just like sick of it. She wanted, it was like a way for her to just gain control of something. Like this was even before the Mm -hmm. whole conservatorship situation, but just. Yeah, exactly. She didn't have a life anymore. I think she thought if she didn't look the, you know, the little angel girl that like everyone wanted her to be then that was her way out she's like oh i'm not this image anymore that you will think i am i'm just trying to do my own thing and get out of this crazy like pop star culture she was just pushed to her breaking point and the night that the whole umbrella thing happened like possibly the yeah the most one of the most famous paparazzi pictures like ever They interviewed the actual guy. Yeah, and she was, was just there, whose car it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. trying to see her children that night. Like she was tri- driving mm. with someone to Kevin's house to see her kids, and he wouldn't let her in. And then she drove to like a gas station, and the paparazzi followed yeah, just, her there. I think to get like a some water or something. And yeah, then she was going to go back, but then the paparazzi and would not leave her alone. This one not leave her guy. alone. I was just like, I just want to know if you're okay. Like, yeah. what happened? Where are you going? And she was just sick of it. Like, of course you're mm. going to be sick of it. But obviously Literally, at the time it was like, taken as like, oh, Britney's crazy. She's lost the plot. Like, what the fuck's wrong with yeah. her? Yeah. It's awful, isn't it? Because like, yeah. it, at my lowest point, I don't even want to speak to the people that are closest to me about things. Yeah. It's like you shelter yourself away. You don't want to talk about it. You're in this really dark place. So imagine a stranger, this man, who with literally follows camera. you at every point anyway, with a massive camera flashing in your face at the lowest point that you've ever been. Of yeah. course you're going to flip out. Yeah. Like, like you're going to retaliate. But obviously at the time, mental health just was not spoken about. And it was it just made fun thing. of. And it was criticised, mm. and it was like... Oh, it wasn't understood it. at all. It was a joke, and a tabloid. Yeah, there was no sympathy, there was no empathy no. for anything. Yeah, the paparazzi culture at that time, like early noughties, it oh, was disgusting. It was insane. They had no respect for privacy, for personal space, for anything. They literally just wanted this shot. Yeah. Of what, though? It would literally just be a shot of her drinking a, a fucking drink and like they yeah. in her face to try and get it like why do you need that it was like, honestly disgusting and it affected so many people oh like, that's yeah. the whole princess diana thing yeah that's they what i was that thinking culture, that's what killed her amy yeah. winehouse they said that the paparazzi thing was something that definitely pushed her into like a deep depression and like made her retaliate as well and mm-hmm. turn to other things to try and like gain control and more recently, Caroline Flack, that yeah. was said in the court case to be a very big thing that influenced the way that she was feeling and eventually pushed her to to end her life. Yeah, it's so sad. Like, if they, they, they're not learning, they need to give these people space and notice that they're all women. Yeah. When do yeah. paparazzi ever harass men? It does not happen. Never. No. Because they just feel, like, more powerful, I think, during doing it with women. Because if a guy yeah, just they flips think they out, can do they're like, they all right, man, want. it's it's cool, it's cool, like, we'll leave you alone. But it's really, really sad. The interviewer was like, didn't you feel bad about this whole thing? Like, did she never say, just leave me alone? And the pap was just like, 
No, she loved it. Like, she never specifically said, leave me alone forever. Like, she just said, like, oh, I don't, like, could you just go away? But, like, one time. I'm like, mate. Just because it's not a distinct no does not mean it's a yes, bitch. Again, another of the whole women being polite does not mean it's a yes. (laughs) We're just being polite. It's so crazy. Can you not see that she's literally crying and, like trying to hide but because she didn't say can you not take a picture of me please yeah they continue to do it yeah but they were saying like there was too much money being made off of her suffering yeah well they were saying it's like a million pounds a shot or something Mm -hmm. like so at this point is kind of where everything begins with what's going on right now because she got pushed to breaking point she was not capable of just living really like making any decisions taking care of her children or so they say or so they say this is what we know from what they said she did agree to a conservatorship however she specifically said i do not want my father to be my father like the conservator like that was her one request exact words From what, allegedly, (laughs) from everything we know. Yeah, everything is allegedly, yeah. Yeah. A conservatorship is a court-ordered guardianship agreement made when someone is thought to be unable to care for themselves. If the conservatorship is granted an adult, usually someone with a close relationship to the conservatee, like a family member or a spouse, is given total control over the person's care, including their physical needs, like food, shelter, and healthcare, Mm -hmm. and also financial affairs, or both. Oh, it just gave me such bad vibes because they were just describing how once this has been put in place, like, the conservatee, she can't just wake up one day and decide she doesn't want this anymore. And, like, she's fine Yeah, it's fine like now. a binding contract. Yeah, it's very rarely terminated. Like, that's what yeah. they said. One lawyer um, that they spoke to said that she had never in her whole career yeah. seen a conservatee successfully terminate a contract. So mad, crazy. They said these yeah. are usually appointed for like people that are way, way, way older and can't really yeah. look after themselves anymore. So it was a very rare case, in Brittany's case, where she was so young at the time that it was appointed. Her dad got given the conservatorship of Brittany, mm-hmm. but yeah. together with Andrew Wallet, which was... Like, I think he was taking care of the finances or something. Yeah, so that I completely didn't understand, because who the fuck is that? Yeah, (laughs) like, like, she wanted a professional, got her dad, didn't want her dad. Yeah, so then MTV did a documentary on Britney at one point, after this happened, called Britney on the Record, or on Record or something. And it was just, like, her life, I guess. We got an insight into her life and, like, what it was actually like. And there's literally a clip they show of her that saying that she's so unhappy and she just wishes she could be free. <laughs> and like, yeah, and she was not free and she feels trapped. And this was the first insight yeah. onto the kind of conservatorship, like relationship yeah. that her and her dad had after the breakdown. Because yeah. after she had the conservatorship applied to her through her father, mm-hmm. she pretty much went back to making music, working and touring. Yeah straight away this was in 2009 Which, yeah so that shows like she just that her dad, went back with like, a bang because her career and her finances were 
completely in control with her dad. He clearly yeah. forced her back into work. She was not fully healthy yet. Yeah. He was like, let's make money, bitch. Like, yeah. And forced she her back had, into like, it straight away, which is awful. She had one of the biggest comebacks in history. Ever. Yeah, she Ever. had the Like, she was doing everything. Sh- tours, albums, Vegas shows, like, The X Factor Judge. So many things. She was doing so um, much. In recent years... She's gotten mm. an Instagram account. It was the first time mm. she actually like could control what she put out and what people saw of her. I remember seeing her posts and some of them were just very odd. And just mm. some people were starting to say that she was giving out messages and like, yeah, like there were codes in messages. her captions and her... Yeah. yeah. After everything came out, obviously it makes more sense. Mm. nothing's confirmed from obviously those posts and then she disappeared for a while for months like yeah she just kind of disappeared from online from real life and still to this day we don't exactly know what happened because they were trying to say that she checked herself into a mental hospital but then they were saying like yeah. no they forced her into like a mental yeah. hospital this voicemail came out and said Mm. no that's a lie she was forced into it she's been there for over a month like a month and a half want to be there she doesn't want to be in the conservatorship anymore she hasn't ever wanted to be in it yeah and the voice note was allegedly from someone that worked at the hospital no he said i didn't have direct contact with britney but like i work like at the hospital and like i know (laughs) who checks in and out and like i know what's going on okay okay got it got it so that's basically where the Free Britney movement started. Because yeah. the voice, no- uh, voice note was sent into a podcast where um, two women basically analysed all of Britney's um, like Instagrams because they were so cryptic yeah. and like everyone was like, what does this mean? Mm. They were like, oh, it's a, it'd be a fun idea to like analyse them on this podcast. And they were like really big fans of hers. So they got sent this anonymous tip and um did an emergency episode yeah. where they released the voice this note. was 2019 <laughs> yeah and then the podcast hosts hashtagged free britney yeah. for this episode and that's where the free britney movement started yeah because they were all like okay that's why she hasn't been on social media anymore yeah because they were still doing the podcast the whole time that she wasn't on it anymore and they were basically coming up with trying to figure out where she was and yeah. like, what has happened to her and then they obviously got this tip and it all blew up because mm. everyone was like, okay, this is some tea. The other guy that was involved in the conservatorship, Andrew, he asked for like a raise or like more control. And then two weeks after that, he just quit and pulled out. Yeah. Which yeah. was so dodgy. And this was after the voice note came yeah. out as well. So he was like, okay, the truth is starting to come out. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. In 2019, Jamie Spears took a step i was literally gonna say this because of like an altercation with one of her kids yeah so i think he slapped one of the boys Mm. and then also he had like health issues or something so he got told to step down by the court and a professional called jody montgomery took his place temporarily yeah um to take over britney's conservatorship yeah which she was really happy about because that meant obviously her father wasn't involved anymore yeah which is what she wanted from the very beginning Mm -hmm. in one of the courts more recently she basically said that she didn't want her dad to be like appointed back 
into the conservatorship agreement. Yeah. But the judge basically declined yeah. this. But a good thing was that because the dad was still seen as like kind of a bit too ill to like take control or whatever, Montgomery was like their temporary role to be the conservator was extended to September 2021. Okay. So right now the dad still is an incomplete control. Okay. But he still is technically her conservator. Yeah. This isn't over by far. Brittany did say that she supports the movement and like she's grateful yeah. to the people that are supporting her. And she yeah. did come out and say like she just refuses to go back to work until yeah, her dad's literally. like the conservator. Like she's she refuses. Yeah. She's like, I'm not doing this until he's out. Mm. She said in one of the court cases that she's literally afraid of her dad and she hasn't performed since 2018 yeah so she's serious she is not playing around anymore like she will not do it anymore yeah the case is still going and he was quoted to say his sole motivation has been his unconditional love for his daughter and a fierce desire to protect her from those trying to take advantage of her and I'm like, oh my god, how dare you? He is there. You are literally <laughs> explaining yourself. They also showed in the documentary, it was really, I thought this was really, really weird. When the court cases first started, um, Brittany like picked her own lawyer and like spoke to him privately in this hotel yeah. and like basically explained everything of that she did not want her dad anywhere near it. She understood it was going to happen anyway. So like she was okay to go forward with it. But literally her one request was that she didn't want her dad involved. And then when they actually went to court, the judge made the decision that this lawyer that she had picked herself, they are not allowed to represent her. She was given a public representative. And I was just like, this is yeah. fucking dodgy. Everything about this is so dodgy. And I just feel for Britney. Like, she's so done much. so and much then... for so many people. And, like, one of the things she's I really iconic. liked. Yeah, she is an icon. And I loved that so many fans were like, well, this is nothing like she's done so much for me like she literally allowed me to be who i am and yeah now, that's what like we want to fight for her yeah in november 2020 the judge declined to remove jamie as the conservator but they did add a corporate fiduciary yeah. called bessemer trust as a co-conservator yeah. Which Brittany actually requested personally. She like requested it herself. So yeah. that was a small win for it is. Brittany. Like, it's a step forward, but obviously she's still not free, which is... Yeah, it's, it's not enough. And it's really fucked up because she pays her dad a salary to be her carer. Yeah. Where she doesn't, she doesn't even want, want him to, to be her carer. Yeah. And therefore she is literally paying for his lawyers to fight yeah. against her. Yeah, how it's fucked up is that? Crazy. Yeah, I'm. I completely am in the free Britney movement. Like, I yeah, love her. Yeah, one hundred percent. Totally deserve. I think she deserves to be in control of her own life. Literally, in her past career, we've seen how talented and creative and yeah. how fit she is to do it. Like, yeah, she had her mental breakdown and she went and got help for that. And now she's fucking thirty nine years old. Fuck. She's been in this conservatorship for 13 years of her life and she's now saying, I'm fit, I can do this and nobody is listening. Yeah. So, good for her. Well, Fight we are listening. As as the can. world is Keep listening. Keep fucking fighting. 
yeah we're now all listening thanks to this documentary and i hope you win very very soon like i'm really really me too for her. we needed to talk and we, we talked, talked. <laughs> we really did <laughs> So that's it for this week's episode of We, we Need, Need to talk. talk. If we forgot to mention anything or you have any questions for us, drop us a message on any of our social medias or email us on needtotalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Bye! Bye.